This episode of the Dennis Daniel Show contains scenes of extreme stunts performed by radio personalities. Do not try any of what you hear on this program at home. Seriously, you could get really messed up. From the Jack and John Stratter Studio in beautiful CCM at the University of Cincinnati, it's the Dennis Daniel Show. Tonight's guest, voice actor Christian Potenza. And your announcer, me, Belle Dandy. And now, here's your host. He is the 2011 BearCast Lifetime Achievement Award winner, Mr. Dennis Daniels. Boys and girls and campers of all ages, you've successfully navigated yourself to BearCastRadio.com's greatest talk show segment, The Dennis Daniel Show. I am your host, the Chris McLean of BearCastRadio.com, and their first ever recipient of the Lifetime Achievement Award, Dennis Daniel. And folks, we are taking a bit of a shortcut off the road to Otakon as part of the Summer of Bigger, bigger this two, 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 two. And we're making a small pit stop at a, well, summer camp, because it's summertime, and boy, in Cincinnati, we are in the triple digits. And I'm not talking 777 or 666. It's summertime, and a lot of camps open up for kids, but the camp we're going to isn't what I call child-friendly, because we're going to none other than the infamous Camp Wawanaqua, and uh, it's seen some better days. Uh, toxic waste, the animals have freaked out. So bad they make Booker T say, what the hell? And why are we going to this camp? Because tonight on the Dennis Daniels Show, we have got special guest and the guy who plays the host of the biggest animated reality series on television. That's right. I'm talking, of course, of Chris McClain of the Total Drama Series, and we have his voice actor, Christian Potenza, on the program tonight. Who doesn't love the Total Drama Series? And I'm talking every one of them. Total Drama Island, Total Drama Action, Total Drama World Tour. I can't do it because of him. I'm sorry. And the newest incarnation, Total Drama Revenge of the Island, which you can catch every Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Cartoon Network. But let's talk about Chris McClain, the handsome, stylish, narcissistic host of Total Drama. For four seasons, he has put teenagers and campers alike through some of the most disgusting, painful, inhumane challenges, all for monetary gain. And of course, he's a pretty boy. He's a narcissistic pretty boy. I mean, I'm narcissistic, but I never go around as a pretty boy. I mean, Chris McClain could give Dolph Ziggler a run for his money. Hashtag heel. But aside from Total Drama Island, Christian Potenza is also known as Jude in the popular 16 series. That's right. We've got the voice of Jude 
on the program. Don't tease me, dude. I'm not teasing you. He's actually on the program tonight. And he's also in a bunch of other great programs, and it's so cool to have him on. Now, before we get to him, I thought maybe give you campers a chance to uh, get familiar with some of his work. So let's check out a small demo reel of what makes Christian Potenza so incredible. Disappointing. Hmm. Oh, I'm on to Professor Pomplamoose. He's had it in for me since day one. Be responsible for once. I am responsible. I take care of the class fish, don't I? What? I'm going to feed her right after her nap. How are you going to explain that F to your dad? Not a problem. Now, who's the smart one? Uh, that's an E. Dude, it's an E for effort. No, it's an E for summer school. I'm going to find out why Pomplamoose has it in for me. You in? Okay. All right, you five stay with me. The rest of you go and get a shower for heaven's sake. You stink. I didn't want it to come to this. I said that to Chef Hatchet last night. I said, Chef, I don't want it to come to this. But darn it, these campers are tough. And so, I've come up with the most boring, sleep-inducing activity I can find. Oh, come on. What now? Okay, you know what? Bring it on. The History of Canada. A pop-up book, Chapter 1, The Beaver. National symbol and a damn fine hat. Oh, thank. The stunts you're about to see are performed by professionals. For your safety and the protection of those around you, Pokey insists that you do not attempt any of what you're about to see. Okay, did that conversation make any sense to you? Are you kidding? Most of the time, chicks don't make any sense. Dude, how did you get out of your costume like that? My furry friend and I have come to an understanding. Pokey sits at the food court with the juniors while I spend quality time at the arcade. This gig is sweeter than I thought. <laughs> so, I've been bonding with an empty costume all afternoon. All that stuff I told you about my date, that's between you and me, dude. Got it? Cool. Who will be voted off this week in the most dramatic campfire ceremony yet? Find out tonight on Total Drama Island. So as you can see, Christian Potenza is a pretty awesome voice actor. You know, he may stay in just one range, but that range is just awesome. I mean, it has recognizability to it. So if you know it, then you probably hear it in a lot of great shows, then you know it's him. But let's get right into this now. My guest tonight is a very popular Canadian voice actor who voices Chris McLean from the popular total drama Revenge of the Island, which you can catch Tuesday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Cartoon Network. He's also got an awesome YouTube channel and is the leader of the self-professed Animation Nation Army. So ladies and gentlemen, give it up. Without further ado, he is the one, he is the only, he's Mr. Christian Potenza!
you and welcome to this Daniel show. Seriously, worst grasp on modern technology ever. Oh, that's cold, Chris McClain. Why you no be nice to us? Oh, man. You started off by biting my intro, too, man. Nice. It was a good one, though. Oh, it was you. good. I appreciated it. I'm no Chris McClain. I am no, I'm no Chris McClain, of course. No, there is no Chris. other Chris McClain. There is no other Chris McClain, man. You know what? What? See, I'm, I'm walking home right now. And when I get home, because when I get home, I want on your show, we're going to debut. I just cut the official Animation Nation Army anthem. Will you debut it on your show? Oh, hell yeah. Nice. All right. I'll be home in about five minutes, and then I'll send it to you. Awesome. But anyway, this is truly a huge honor. I am a huge Total Drama fan. I've been a fan since the first incarnation, and then when 16 debuted on Cartoon Network, I got hooked on that. And, of course, you being behind both of those shows, that recognizable voice that we've all come to know and love, it's just amazing, and I'm honored that you would be on my show because the newest Total Drama is now airing in the United States on Cartoon Network. So, anyway, let's get into this. What got you interested in acting? Well, um, I actually didn't want to be an actor. Uh, I wanted to be a photographer, or I wanted to be in advertising. And so when I was 18, 19, I left high school, I was like, I applied to um, uh, Algonquin College for the advertising program up here. And they said, you need a portfolio. And I said, what's a portfolio? And then I said, and so I said, screw this. I'm going to go where the chicks are at. So I went to theater school. And uh, from then on, I was like, let's do this, man. It's fun. Well, uh, kind of, a, kind of a, a June moment there for a second. But well, that's, that's pretty cool. I just, I'm an electronic media major myself here at the University of Cincinnati. And, you know, I thought I would be picking up chicks like no one else's business. But unfortunately, the head chick leverage is new. Yeah, well, you're in radio, dude. There's no chicks in radio. Well, well, at least not the uh, pretty ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so do you have any kind of education in acting? Yes, I do. I went to theater school for uh, three years. And um, I, see, I went to theater school when I was about 19 years old. And I did the first year. And I was the youngest person in my class. And uh, I took a year off. I, I finished, almost finished first year took a year off, and uh, I went and did a whole bunch of, like, you know, because I was in Toronto, and they were filming everything up here. So I was like, I'm going to now just go find out what film and television is about instead of theater, because that's where my heart was, was in, you know, doing commercials or videos and stuff. So I, uh, I became an extra and, you know, started doing some background stuff and uh, just sort of working. Hold on a sec. Big truck big truck wow sweet looking truck i think the animation nation army should have a big truck what do you think i think we can have a big animation truck <laughs> so anyways uh i i took a year off and i went and got an uh an agent and and did all that sort of thing and and just took a year off to be an actor like a, a struggling actor and then i did that for a year and then i went back to theater school and i did first and second season over uh first and second year over again and um and then i got offers and so i left because i was like yeah i'm gonna go where the money's at so uh i went right into it did a play and then i booked my first series and from then on 
I've been uh, uh, I've been a professional working actor. Yes, possibly your greatest role is the yellow toothbrush in the Listerine commercials. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you watch Jackie Chan the Tuxedo, I actually punched him out. It's on my reel. I punched Jackie Chan out. I flattened him. Ooh. That was a pretty good moment. Yeah, you know? yeah, I saw that. Ooh, <laughs> Jackie Chan, man. If it was Jean Claude Van Damme, I think we'd be singing a different tune. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yes, yes. But you know what? The funny thing is about cartoons. I sort of fell into it because of that. Um, because of that. That you know, just the the way I talk and stuff like that in the Listerine commercials. This character that I created. Um, what happened was I got pulled in to do this show called Bob and Margaret to do a retaping of what this other guy did. And so the creator, the, uh, the director of that show at the time, Tom McGillis, for the show called Bob and Margaret, said, why don't we just get that guy who sounds like a teenager in the yellow toothbrush costume? So I showed up, and it was my first voice thing ever, and I totally sucked at it. But they, they were like, wow, you're really, you know, you're good. You should you consider this. So I did. And, uh, and then a couple years later, I auditioned for a cartoon called Sidekick. And they said, okay, he's a 12-year-old bratty kid, obnoxious bratty kid. So I talk like this. Then three months later, I got the part. Then three months later, I auditioned for a show called 16. And they said, he's a chilled out 16-year-old. So... I talk like this. Then, three years later, I auditioned for a show called Total Drama, and they said he's kind of like Ashton Kutcher meets Jeff Probst. He's like an obnoxious, bossy, uh, 30-something-year-old. So I talk like this. So the same voice, three different paychecks. You know what I'm saying, man? I'm making it work for me. Best voice ever! I know, right? Totally. That's cool. Um, well, uh, you were talking about Sidekick, and you work alongside actor Patrick McKenna, who many know as Harold Green from the uh, classic Red Green show. That's right. Uh, what yes. is, what's it like working with him, and what is he like outside of acting? He is uh, hes a classy guy. That guy is uh, probably, you know, like in, in the industry, that guy's a gentleman. He is top-notch. Uh, I've worked with him on several other things as well because um I was the voice of Scaredy Squirrel for a while and um and he was on that one as well. Like he Patrick does a lot of cartoons. So uh him and I we we run into each other and I remember telling him one time I was like when I was a kid, when I was in theater school, I was watching this show called Traders and he was on that show and he was just amazing. Uh this was before Red Green and um and I just remember saying it's so weird and, and I'm very honored to be working with people that are my idols, you know, people that I respect and stuff like that. And he just looks at me and he just goes, thanks, man. And that was it. And I was like, you're so cool. Hey, man, Canadians, we're chill, man. We're chill. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. no ego up here. Well, maybe you want to tell Bret Hart that, but I don't know. But anyway, com. this is Dennis Daniels Show. We've got Christian Potenza, best known as Chris McLean from Total Drama Island, and the newest incarnation, Revenge of the Island, which you can catch Tuesday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Cartoon Network. So uh, how do you prepare to audition for a role, whether it's voice acting or acting? Well, it depends, because those are two different things, right? 
Yeah. Uh, like voice act, I mean, it's still acting, but they're two different animals. So to prepare for, um, see, now this is what happens with me for voice acting. I usually get parts. Like, I do do other voices. Like, do you, have you ever seen Almost Naked Animals? You know, I, I've seen a couple episodes. I haven't really been able to follow the show like that. Okay, well, I play a character called Dirk Danger, and it's a completely different voice. You probably wouldn't know it was me. And I, you know, but most of the parts I get are usually because it sounds like me anyway. You know what I mean? I, like I said, I've got the one voice, and we put it in different ap applications, kind of like John Benjamin, you know, from Archer and uh, Coach McGurk from Home Movies and now Bob's Burgers. Yeah. You know, you know how he uses the same voice for everything? Yeah. I kind of fall in that category. So when I prepare for something, what I usually do, depending on what the character is, so what I do is and I, I teach voice acting, but I always tell the kids or the people to do it like this. Start with a laugh. So let's say the line is, hey, man, let's go to the mall today. I would go, <laughs> hey, man, let's go to the mall today. So I find my character through laughter first because that gives you peaks and valleys, right, in your voice acting. And it can help you, you know, whip up a cadence for the character. But other than that, what I do is I read it a few times, I think about it, and I just, I create pictures and images in my head. Because when you're voice acting, you're doing puppetry. That's, a, that's what it is. It's puppetry. So you rely on pictures. Because when you're recording, you are reading the lines, but you're not even conscious that you're reading. You know, it's so second nature. It's like breathing. So it's like reading sheet music. You know, like those pianists, those concert pianists that can just look at sheet music and their hands just do it? Mm -hmm. I've trained myself so well that we can, I can just read anything, like a cold read, and just instantly, you know, not make it seem like I'm reading. You know, and that's what I prepare most, is to make it sound like I'm not reading and use pictures and stuff as best you can. And try and get off book as best you can so you're not reading, you know? That's my goal. Of course, one of your best-known roles is Chris McClain from the popular Total Drama series, which you guys can catch Tuesday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Cartoon Network. Um, what do you think of his character being this narcissistic pretty boy? Hashtag heel. <laughs> who, are you who are you talking about? Let's see. Let's see. Uh, John, who could I be talking about? Oh, are you talking about Chris McClain, a pretty boy? Um, let's see. Pretty boy. Narcissist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I am talking about Chris McClain. Okay, but Pretty Boy, I think not. Um, so what was your question? You kind of threw me off with Pretty Boy. What do you think of his character? I think it fits for the show. You know what I mean? It's very different than any other... Uh, most of the characters that I play are uh, like Jude or Trevor, where they have this sort of... Um, they're not stupid. They're not idiots. They just got insight, and they're on their own plane. You know, they, they make friends with inanimate objects, and there is no difference between what's going on in their head as what's going on in their, you know, around them. Uh, whereas Chris McClain is very calculated. He's got an agenda and stuff, and that works for the show. Um, and it's really hard to sort of gauge that when we're doing the, the recordings because I'm alone. All the other characters go in together sometimes. You know, if they have a lot of lines together. But I'm in by myself, and I'm in there the longest because I've got, like, longer um, 
sort of uh, you know laundry lists of things to do where you know I'm I'm telling the contestants okay so for this challenge you've got to blah 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 and the first one the blah so I've got more instructional things so the way it's written it kind of fits with how he is as being bossy and you know he's he's basically god you know what i mean to these kids in this environment that he's created so it's different for me because i'm a pretty i'm a nice guy i hate mean television i hate the you know people that are constantly pranking or you know uh, uh tricking other people uh you know like remember the you know that show the ali g show the Ali G show. You got to do the man upstairs. Exactly. See, now, I can't stand that show because I just find it mean and uncomfortable, you know, like when he's doing stuff, when he's talking to people and stuff. I'm not a big fan of that kind of that kind of entertainment. But uh, for this being Chris McClain allows me to dabble in that side, even though I don't do it. So, you know, I think Chris is pretty awesome because every now and then, who doesn't like to stroke their their own ego, you know? Preaching to the choir here. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, but I just noticed that he's gotten more sadistic as of late. I'm watching the the newest yep. series, <laughs> man. He he launches the um, intern it, like once during every episode, and it is so cool. I know, I know. We had we actually had to scale it back this season because there was a lot of things that happened in the script that uh, you know were timely. They weren't very nice. Like there was. You know, the earthquake in Japan and then the, the nuclear reactor that, you know, with all that radiation, we had to take all that stuff out of our, um, out of, uh, out of the script and we had to go back and redo things and we had to change, uh, you know, the team names from like radio. We had to take out every time there was the word radioactive or radiation because that's just not cool, you know? Um, and there was a lot more explosions and Chris was way, way more he was almost like a terrorist, you know. We we started doing this, and then we we took some time off um, where we weren't recording for months because they had to go and rework it. Because as we were doing it, we just thought to ourselves, like, this is looking like mean, you know. It's a cartoon, and I understand that you know you can get away with certain things, but there's no way that Chris should be detonating bombs. You know what I mean? Like just. So we, we went back and fixed it and made it a little lighter. But, yeah, Chris still comes off a little mean, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I love that laugh. <laughs> I know, right? It's so cool. And, and yes, yes, I think I think that it would be appropriate to tone some of that stuff back just because you wanna you don't want to step on some sensitive toes. And especially with the natural disasters that have occurred over the past year, you know, a little more sensitivity in cartoons. Entertaining, yet respectful to what's going around in the world that we live in. So anyway, I bet you get this asked a lot. And I've seen these on your YouTube channel, and you gave some of these away to some of the, uh, your fellow voice actors. Where in the world can I get one of those Gilded Chris Awards? Oh. I freaking well, want one of those. I'm waiting for one from the Cartoon Network. They said they're going to get me one for a Fan Expo this year up here in Toronto. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, um, there's only one. There's only a couple of them made. And uh, one of them is here in Toronto. I'm going to be getting one made. Uh, and hopefully... Hopefully, they'll allow me to make some more so that you guys can have them. But that one that you see is heavy. It's really heavy. But it's so freaking cool. 
Besides Chris yeah. McClain, do you have a favorite character on Total Drama? Uh, it would have to be uh, Mr. Coconut. Yep, that Mr. Coconut, something else. Yep, that Mr. Coconut is my favorite character because he doesn't talk, and it's awesome. And second runner-up, uh, Owen is probably my favorite. Yes! Scott, Scott McCord, Scott McCord plays, uh, Scott McCord's a buddy of mine. He plays Owen, and, uh, you know, if you were to see Scott McCord and you were to put Owen next to it, you would not know that this guy does that voice. He's an amazing voice actor. Scott, uh, Scott actually plays my dad, Mr. Troublemeyer, on Sidekick. Yes, and he also plays Alan Amazing. Scott McCord is one of those voice actors who, who does, he does them all. You know, he does a ton, a ton of voices. Oh, gosh. I, I tell you, when Total Drama came out, Owen was my pick to win, and, of course, he would go on to win the first season, and I love that. I know, right? He does it. Oh, it's just because he, he, he takes after me, you know. I'm big. I'm funny. I'm misunderstood. And it's just it's so it, it's just so funny. Because yeah, no, he, he's a great guy because he represents, you know, every guy. He's just a nice guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just a nice guy. When we come back, we're going to debut the Animation Nation National Anthem. You guys are listening to none other than the best talk show ever, The The Dennis Daniel Show. Hello there. This is Mrs. Ketchum, Ash's mother. You know, when I worry about my Ash traveling to train his Pikachu and all his adorable Pokemon... I listen to BearCastRadio.com, celebrating 10 years as the University of Cincinnati's student internet radio station. Come to think of it, I really do enjoy both the all-taste explosion with the Boogaloo Shrimp featuring John Pokemon and the Dennis Daniels Show. And to all their listeners out there, don't forget to change your underwear every single day. Ladies and gentlemen, Christian Potenza and the Animation Nation theme song. <laughs> Attention campers! The following anthem is performed by Captain Christian Potenza of the Animation Nation Army. If you love watching cartoons, if you love drawing cartoons, if you love voicing cartoons, heck, if you love all things cartoons, I invite you to enlist in the Animation Nation Army. And get tuned, be tuned, and stay tuned. Seriously, you could get really messed up. <laughs> Thank you. 
best anthem ever. You sound like Oprah Winfrey when you do it. Yeah, well, well, I keep. It's not ever. It's ever. Best theme ever. Get some more. Get some. Get your back into it, buddy. Best theme ever. Best theme ever. There we go, buddy. Right to the end. Right to the end. Uh, Drive it like you stole it, man. Gosh, that is that is actually <laughs> that is freaking awesome. Oh gosh, that is so cool. And, and, and this promotes the Animation Nation Army, which you talk about on your YouTube channel, the Christian Potenza. So, uh, tell us a little bit more about this Animation Nation Army. Okay, well, uh, uh, two years ago, two or three years ago. Uh, there was this guy, I'm going to leave his name out of it, but there was this little kid from Pennsylvania, uh, that was saying that he was me and he was like, Hey, come to my channel, subscribe to my YouTube channel. And I'll tell you everything that goes on about total drama. We'll have chats. I'll run contests, blah, blah, blah. And he said he was me and he had pictures of me, uh, you know, that he took from the internet and he posted it all over. He did a heck of a job. And then I was... I get called into the offices, and they're like, what are you doing? You've signed confidentiality agreements, bro. Like, you, you know, what, what the hell are you doing? And I just said, that wasn't me. That's not me. And so, so the kid wouldn't give, me my, he wouldn't give me my name back for the channel. That's why it's called The Christian Potenza Channel. Uh, he wouldn't give me my name back, and he blackmailed me. He was like, I want a passport to Canada, and I want a part on Total Drama. And I was like, dude, I can do nothing for you on both those things, and are you blackmailing me? So anyways, so what we did was we strategized. We were like, why don't you just take a camera into work? So I did. So I brought a camera into work, and I said, hey, here you go. Um, you know, a lot of you are, you know, are getting confused that there's this guy saying he's me, and there's a bunch of other people on Facebook that are saying they're Christian Potenza. Well, they're not because this is me. This is where we record Total drama. They, oh, and look who it is. And I started, you know, talking to other people on the show. And uh, next thing I know, within a week, I've got like a couple thousand subscribers. And it's all these people that are like, oh, I've always wanted to be a voice actor. Or I always wanted to be an animator. Oh, I always just wanted to get into animation, blah, blah, blah. So I've got all these kids from all over the, all over the world who want to get into cartoons. And so I started, you know, I started working with a few of them and, uh, uh, you know, on, on different projects and helping kids get involved in becoming a voice actor. And I was like, my, my agent was like, it's like you have this army of kids that are just like, you know, just so into what you're doing. And I was like, yeah, it's like a little animation nation army. And then I was like, bingo. <laughs> so that's what it is. And now I've got big plans. We've got stuff coming up. I start doing these tours. Uh, where I go to these conventions and I get to hang out, we do panels and, you know, I interact with the fan base and it's, it's just awesome. And, you know, it's just the response to it has been amazing because the, the fans for my shows are like no other. I've never met anything like this because a few years ago, if you were doing cartoons, didn't really matter as much. But now if you're, if you're on a cartoon, you're a rock star to anybody 7 to 17 years old, hardcore. So I'm loving it, man. I got the best job in the world. I'm like, you know, I'm turning 40 soon, 
and I'm riding my skateboard to work, and I'm part of, you know, I'm part of Saturday morning cartoons. So you were wrong, guidance counselor McNulty. You were wrong. Gosh, that little kid blackmailing you. It's like you had a miniature Courtney harassing you. Oh, dude, it was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Gosh, but it's so... I'm sorry. No, but what was interesting was because I couldn't get at this kid, and then he started, you know, being one of those little hater troll guys. And then I I just said, hey, everybody, I can't take this kid, and I I let the fans police that instead of me getting more involved with this kid. That kid disappeared. They they just like shot him down, and that's what I like about my fans. They're they're loyal, and there's like you know everyone's it's got a positive vibe. That's what I like about the total drama fans and the sixteen fans, the sidekick fans, or you know people that are involved in the Animation Nation Army. They don't they're not crazy internet people. You know what I mean? They're really just good kids, and, and, and everyone's really positive and supportive of each other, and that's what I like. That guy should have got the hurl of shame. Or... Oh, dude, dude, he would have got the Chris McLean knuckle sandwich special if I ever laid my hands on him, man. Oh, that kid, to, to no end, that kid. Wow, talk oh. about your total drama. Totally. <laughs> well, anyway, another popular show you started is 16, in which you played Jew Lazowski. Uh, yeah. What was it like working on that show, and what did you think of the, his lax and carefree personality? I really enjoyed that show because it was very easy to do that show. You know, uh, usually sometimes you got to hit the voice right or you got to pick up the pace and stuff. I just was able to go in and do my job, and but with ease. It wasn't even like working. I I feel very close to Jude, and uh, and a lot of people would agree. Like this show, that show is big. That show is huge in Canada. Like. We had it for, like, years before it even hit the States, right? Um, and it, it means a lot to a lot of people, that show. And I feel very honored and proud to be, uh, you know, to be Jude. Um, because he's, to me, Jude is, like, Jude's one of my best friends. And that's what I think why Jude is so likable is because, yeah, everyone wanted to hang out with Jude because Jude, the chicks had big crush on him, and all the guys thought he was just super awesome. You know, it was a win-win. And so being him was kind of like me when I was a teenager. You know, I wasn't totally, like, chilled out. I had a little more energy, you know, and and I was a little more aggressive and stuff. I wasn't as laid back, but I still had that, hey, guys, you know, life is awesome. Look at us. We're awesome. Look at our group of friends. We're just the best, you know. So that's why I really enjoy being Jude. And you know, did you see the conclusion, the last episode? Um, I believe they only have up to season five on Netflix right now. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that and Snow Job and Dude of the Dead. So, unfortunately, Dude I... of the Living Dead is the best. <laughs> yeah, that ending I... was pretty gross, though, because ironically, you know, when he, he when he first kissed Star, he vomited into her throat, and at this scene, he does it again. Thankfully, it's a dream. It's all a dream. So, oh, spoiler alert. But you know, that's I love Jude because he's not afraid to take a chance. He's not afraid to do something over the top, and he works with no boss at Stick It. And, Wouldn't that be the ultimate job to work at Stick It for yeah. real? You know, <laughs> where would you find a something like Stick It in the U.S.? I mean, he probably wouldn't. Then again, you don't find a lot of things in Canada in the U.S. like Beaver Tails. Which why is there no Beaver Tail in the United States? Well, anyway. Yeah. 
Anyway, well, we don't have those hostess, those hostess pies, man. I love those things. Well, maybe I'll just send you a couple your way. Cherry, dude. I just love those cherry hostess pies, man. Uh-huh. Some. Because I used to live in Sault Ste. Marie, uh, Ontario, which was like a hop skip. Like, you know, nothing, separate, we were separated by a river. So for years, I, I'd be always over there. Because when you guys got fruit roll-ups, it would take like two or three years before those things ever made it to us. You guys got, always got stuff before us back in the day. Well, we, well it seems like we're always... Either we're either ahead of Canada or we're always behind Canada. But then again, Canada's the top hat of the U.S. Well, anyway, um, That's right. Anyway, the newest incarnation of Total Drama, Total Drama Revenge of the Island, which you can catch Tuesday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Cartoon Network, is currently airing right now. Can you possibly give us a spoiler on who might win this season? And if not, can you tell us who you think will win the million dollars? Well, see, here's what happened. It's already aired in Canada, okay? We've already had it. It's done. So, but what happens is <clears throat> every every country we actually record two to three different endings. So it's always two different endings. So because some countries, one of the characters is more popular, and up here in Canada, we actually do something where we make it a contest where it's like, who do you want to win? You know what I mean? And it could go either way. So I don't know who it's going to be in the States, and they won't tell me. And even if they did, I'd probably, get, I'd probably signed a confidentiality agreement. But really, I don't know. That, that's completely up to the network and how they deal with it. But um, So I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, that's totally cool, Christian. I, 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 I kind of expected that anyway. Uh, my, my guy kind of got kicked off already, so I mean, we've already. Who's your guy? Who's your guy? B. Oh yeah, lovable B. <laughs> His real name oh, was B. Beverly. I know. But, uh, How embarrassing! I don't think it's that embarrassing. I knew a guy named Brittany. True story. But um, yeah, actually, really? yeah, actually, where do you hang out, man? Like, uh, where do you hang out? Oh, this was a while back when I was uh hanging out with some with the guys at the uh, at the local uh, local car game shop, and we were just hanging out. And the guy comes in, he's like, "Hey, Brittany," I'm like, "His name's Brittany." I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm a gun. Hey, you know what though? I do give away a lot of stuff because I did a, I did an interview, uh, and it's going to be coming out on my YouTube channel, the Christian Potenza uh, channel on YouTube. Check it out because I did. Uh, we also, did a long, also, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, you suck at this. Hey, I'm joking. I'm jokes. I'm jokes. Okay, no. So, uh, anyways, the uh, I did an interview with Tom McGillis, the creator of Total Drama and the creator of Sixteen, where we sat down and uh, and uh, got questions from the uh, from from the fan base. Uh, so they got to ask Tom McGill anything they wanted because I don't have the answers. A lot of kids contact me and they're like, hey, in season five, if there is going to be one, can you do this? And I was like, do you kids actually think that I go home and, you know, voice the things, get a bunch of people together, voice it, and do the cartoons myself? I was like, I don't. So why don't you ask Tom? So, anyways, that's what's happening. Uh, so, if you want to check out, if you have any other questions, just go to my YouTube channel, subscribe it, like it, and share it. And you get it in the next week or so. We're going to be rolling out the entire three, four-hour interview. Awesome. Um, anyway, well, anyway, for those who are out wondering, there are about nine contestants left in the United States version of the series. And after this past week, I got to give it to Lightning. 
Lightning. Just the guy is narcissistic. He's ego maniacal, but he's got the muscles and the power to back it up. So I gotta give it to Lightning. So uh, nice. So um. Anyway, out of all four total drama series, which one's your favorite? Um. Well, my least favorite is Total Drama Action. Uh, the first season, to me, was kind of weak because we were just finding our way. And then third season, I was blown away because I, it was so awesome to hear, you know, have all these, uh, you know, uh, these great big songs and, and put them together. And it was, like, it was like we were working on a real show, not just a cartoon, but like a show. Uh, and then this season... They changed it up, and I was like, I really like this season. I like the direction that it's going. And um, you'll see in the interview that I did with Tom McGillis, they are actually, uh, I'm not allowed to talk about season five, uh, and if there is one. Um, Pray there is. What's that? Pray there is a season five. You don't have, let me put it to you this way. You don't have to pray too hard. Okay, but... Um, you know they're really they're really changing it up in uh, a different way because you know how like first season was different from second season, second season was different from third season, third season is different from fourth, and fourth season is like what? So you're going to see a difference in total drama, but I think it's going to be a consistent a consistent difference that'll happen, which will uh, make the show just solid and will give it life. I mean, look at Survivor. How many years has it been running? Like 13? Too many. Too many. But the thing is, it's still very popular. You know what I mean? And why is it popular? There are certain reasons. And I think they're going to start incorporating those into Total Drama. But it'll be different. Total Drama is popular for a different reason. But it's also, it's also very popular for the same reasons that Survivor and these reality shows are. You know, I mean, for one, there's the thing where people get voted off. That is a hook. You know, that'll keep a fan base going. Uh, also, the return of certain characters. Um, and, and, and the beauty of the, of the cartoon of Total Drama is that we can actually explore, you know, things about the character because they are a cartoon. And we can do some fantastic things to that character because they are a cartoon that you can't do in Survivor. So, um it's 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 going to be the future of total drama is looking very very awesome and that's because it all came together out of four or five years now of working on the show and talking to the fans the creators and the people that work on the show and and myself working with these people we all sit around and go you know what we should do this is what the people want this is what they should get, and I think it's going to be it's going to be awesome. The future of Total Drama is looking very, very awesome. Yeah, and I think the third season was the best one because where else do you get to say World Tour? Yeah, you did a good job on that one. I'll give you that. Oh, that was a good one. Thank you. Well, then again, again, I'm no Chris McClain. But um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, I've noticed that there are a lot of things that Canadian cartoons can get away with that American cartoons normally can't. And with yeah. Total Drama, a lot of the stuff that was in the Canadian version that's uploaded to YouTube, boo, piracy. Yep. But then again, there are no DVD sets out, so WTF. And they, they, they've changed in the American version. Um, yeah. You know, do, you, do you know why that happens by chance? Yes, I do know why, because... 
first of all, we have different laws, completely different laws. Uh, we can't do things like the parity law. Like, uh, I, I, you know what, there's just a, a lot of different laws, and networks have their own rules, too. I mean, I remember when Nickelodeon first took 16, we couldn't even say darn it or damn it in it. Uh, you know, because the, the version of 16, when we first came out, like, that show was geared for 17 to 24-year-olds. That's what that show was geared for. But they, it, then when we, we played it, it skewed way lower. It, the demographic went way lower. We were like, what? And um, so we had to go back and change it. And then when, you know, other networks like the JETIC or the UK version, uh, you know, we'd have to go in and change lines uh, to make it seem more, because you don't understand what we're talking about. And there's not much difference between uh, Canada and America, but there's enough that changes had to be made. Uh, but you guys are a little more, I mean, land of the free. You guys don't get a lot of, like, there, there was a lot of stuff that was uh, taken out or we had to change because just because of your laws. I mean, each state has different laws, right? So when somebody like Nickelodeon has, you know, all these states to take into consideration, they try and hit the middle ground so everyone wins. And what happens there is a pasteurized, lame version of the way the cartoon was originally, uh, you know, meant to be aired. So that's, that's the main reason, is just because of laws and uh, different cultures. Uh, Canadians are very different than Americans. We're not that different. We're cousins, but there's enough of a difference in, in our cultures that, you know, we have, to, we have to switch it up. I think we're a little more liberal, you know, with certain things. But I also think Canada is really uptight and not willing to take risks like our, you know, our lovely cousins in the South, in the States, because you guys put out stuff that we would never get away with up here. Like the Jersey Shore. Yeah, but we would never do that because we just think it's trashy. <laughs> Trust me, you and 55% of America I think yeah, it's trashy as well, but it still gets on the air. It still gets MTV money and ratings, and that's what it's all about. Yep, exactly. Exactly. BearCastRadio.com, this is the Dennis Daniels Show. We've got Christian Potenza, the leader of the Animation Nation Army and voice of Chris McClain from Total Drama, Revenge of the Island, which you can catch Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Cartoon Network. Now, aside from voice acting, you've also produced as a producer and writer for several movies such as Moonpoint, Dead Dreams, and Dunce Bucket. What is it like to go from acting to producing or writing, and do you favor one over the other? Uh... You know, I train to be an actor, and I like, you know, the attention and, and the challenges of being an actor and the lifestyle. But the older I get, like I said, I'm turning 40 now, and, and things are different because, you know, I was, um, you know, really up here in Canada. I was doing really well when I was like 26 to about 30. I was working a lot. I was doing a lot of movies, and I was living down in the States, actually, working, and then you know, things change because I got a little older. But because I look younger than I, my age is, they didn't know where to put me. Um, so that's when I got into cartoons. And then, so cartoons have been the last, you know, six, seven years of my life. And then now that the I'm a little bit older and I have a beard, the, you know, and the roles are different too. Like I'm getting, I'm getting, uh, auditions for, well, he's a stay-at-home dad who's a web designer, rides his skateboard to Starbucks and calls his kid dude. 
Because now, like, if you watch all these shows, like, on Family Network or Family Channel and Disney, like, it's like the kids are smarter than the parents, you know, that sort of thing. So my character gets a new life. Um, but I'm also the roles have changed. So being an actor is, is troublesome because, you, you know, you never know. You know, you work when you're working, and when you're not, you're going crazy, going, I'm never going to work again. And for that reason, I hate my prof- that profession or that side of the profession. So I naturally just fell into, like most things in my career, I've just fallen into it. So I sort of gradually fell into producing, and I actually like it a lot more because for one reason, you're the one that has the creative control. You're the one telling the actor what you want them to do. Whereas when you're an actor, you just got to take the notes and you got to do it and you hope they like you so they don't fire you and, you know, you're just constantly in your head trying to try to please everyone whereas a producer you can just you can whip out your chris mclean and start bossing people around Nah, just joking but you know what i mean you know it's just it's you get to flex other muscles and it makes you you know it's a different it's a different animal but i really enjoy the rush and the charge of producing because i really use all cylinders you know i really you have to use everything. All my experiences as an actor, as a voice actor, as like doing theater, community theater, they all come into play when you're producing. So that's why I like it. Whereas an actor, you do your you do your job, and you go home. You know what I mean? You get your ego stroked, and you go home, um, or you leave with your tail between your legs. So well, for that, I choose producing. Well, half and half. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, then again, you don't want you don't want to end up you know going from doing sixteen and TDI to doing you know Depends commercials because that gets kind of sad at the end. Looks like oh those... man, I used to do some mass. I used to do a lot of commercials back in the day, and now I don't. I've been asked to do some, and I'm like, nah, it's a little too hokey. Unless I'm just being me, or it's a really funny spot, I won't do them. I just won't. Plus, the money's not the same like it used to be back in the day. Yeah. But commercials were fun, man. They're like doing little little mini stories. Wouldn't it be ironic if you go from being the yellow toothbrush in the Listerine commercials to being the yellow toothbrush in the denture polish commercial? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, go full circle like that. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> That's a great – you know what? That's my retirement savings plan right there. Thank you, my friend. There you go. No problem, friend. That's awesome. Um. Okay, are there any new projects that you're working on that you can tell us about? Yeah, I'm going to be hosting this show uh, up here, and I'm going to we start shooting in August, and it's for the Discovery Network. Uh, it's a show called Last Car Standing, and what it is basically is people take their rust buckets or their beat up cars that they just can't let go of, and they compete in this show called Last Car Standing. So I play the host. I talk to them a bit about their car, what's going on with it, blah, blah, blah. And then we put them through a series of tests like, you know, endurance, speed, uh, pageantry, whatever, whatever it is, an obstacle course. So we put them through tests, uh, and the worst car out of each round is then taken and impaled on a giant spike. And then... The winner gets a lot of money, not to buy a new car, but to sink it into their car. So it's called Last Car Standing. I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I'm also uh, working on an animated feature 
Uh, I'm not allowed to say anything about it, but it's by the same people that did uh, Ratatouille and Over the Hedge. Um, and wait, 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 wait. I, that's two different. That's two different. That's two different studios. Wait, wait. Uh-huh. Ratatouille. Wait, wait, wait. I'm trying. Oh, oh, oh. I see what you did there. Ah. Okay. You see what? See what I did? Yeah. The same. Yeah. Yeah. So the same people that worked on Over the Hedge and Ratatouille joined forces and are, are doing a new cartoon, and I can't mention it, but I'm sure if you look it up, you'll be able to find this nutty sort of title. Um, and that's all I'm going to say. Uh, check it out. There's a trailer already out there, um, and it's going to be made into a... a, a, a uh, uh, um, a series. So I got that coming up. Uh, what else? I got Discovery Network, uh, Moon Points already being blasted out. I'm sure I got some other stuff. Well, I started. We started third season of Sidekick. That will be coming out in the fall. Um, what else? What else? There's a, there is a bunch of stuff. I just can't. Uh, there's a show up here on CBC called the Ron James Show. Uh, it's like a sketch show with a very funny man named Ron James. Who uh, I'm part of the ensemble cast. Uh, uh, that's on. Um, and there's some hopeful. There's a new sitcom coming out that I've got a recall for next week. So hopefully I'll be able to tell you that. But why don't we check in right before Fan Expo up here in Canada at the end of August, dude? And uh, and I'll fill you in more because I'm sure I'll have lots to tell. Wow, the guy, the voice of Chris McLean, back on the greatest talk show ever. I would love that. Will you play my anthem once a day? Every time you have a show, will you play it once? Yes. You bet your sweet bibby we will play the Animation Nation National Anthem every every week we have a show. In fact, once you get it downloaded and ready and edited and all cleaned up, We'll post a link on the All Taste Explosion website at 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 alltasteexplosion.com. The way you can actually download it and stream it. Yep. Heck, we might even we might even have to go to the Olympics this year and play it. Well, it'll be on Bandcamp in a little while. Yeah, we just like that was I just got that dude. Like I just got that, and I was like, what a great chance to just put it out there. Well, so I, thank you for playing that. I am honored that you chose the Dennis Daniels show to be the first spot that that's going to debut at. I am honored, and it's so cool. But speaking of Fan Expo, I know that you're appearing at several conventions in Canada, like Fan Expo, Cheap Pop. Um, any chance of a U.S. convention appearance? Yeah, because when I was in Calgary, I got, I ran into, I, I did a panel with Billy West, uh, Tara Strong, uh, Jim Cummings and and their booking agent uh, picked me up, and so I, he's going to tour. He's going to get me uh, doing a, a U.S. tour, um, and that will probably start in after September, after I finish my uh, my stint with um, uh, with Last Car Standing. So that'll finish in the middle of September. So I'm looking at October, November. And I'm just going to come and rock it down south with you guys because it's been a long time coming. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you're, so you're coming to the U.S.? Yes, guys. Don't tease me, dude. You'll be the first one to know, dude. I, well, I, I got your number. I got your email now. Awesome. I'll, I'll keep you in the loop. And you know what? If you want, just keep, keep like, throw a link to my, uh, to my YouTube channel. And, and stuff, and you'll see all the updates there. We are 
name is Sasuke Uchiha. And while I search for those responsible for the destruction of my clan, I listen to the all-taste explosion with the Boogaloo Shrimp featuring John Pokemon and the Dennis Daniel Show. Back here on the Dennis Daniels Show, we have got voice actor Christian Potenza, best known as Chris Pine from the Total Drama series, and the newest incarnation, Total Drama Revenge of the Island, which you can catch Tuesday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Cartoon Network. Okay, we've got some of your listener questions, and if you want to have a question asked to Chris, head over to Twitter.com forward slash AT Explosion and tweet us a question. All right, you ready, Christian? I'm ready. Okay, our first question is from Falling With Style 1995. Christian, have you ever considered doing voice acting for YouTube? What does that mean? I guess, you know, doing, uh, you know, taking, uh, like, I guess, commissions on YouTube and, and, and voicing for, like, for, like, narrations or, or... Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I don't want to give away too much, but uh, we've got some stuff coming out where uh, you're going to see a lot more of the Animation Nation cartoons out on YouTube run through my channel and other fans' channels where, yes, I'll be using my voice and their voices and other famous voice actor voices doing cameos on it. And uh, there will be a lot more animation out there um, with my voice and possibly your voice. You know what I mean? Wait, we're, wait, wait, we're wait. Me? Are you serious, bro? Yes, dude. Who knows? You get a chance to audition, right? Sick. Uh, if you... If you have if you have an idea for a cartoon, put it out on the channel and we're, we'll run a contest. I tried to do something before, it just never never panned out because we uh, we just didn't have our stuff together on this end as well. But now that I've sort of geared it up, we might be putting together cartoons with the fans. You know where we somebody comes up with a concept, and then we get some writers like from the, some of the writers from Total Drama will help us create it, and then we we do auditions for voices. Uh, I worked with a few people on YouTube for their stuff, and and even uh, gave them my logo, and I did the intro to their cartoons that they did themselves. So I've lent my voice uh, for a lot uh, out there. Awesome. Uh, I, I know, guess, right? Would that uh, contest by chance be the Animation Army Wicked Cartoon Contest? Yes, yes. And that was like two years ago or something like that. Yeah, that and was then, actually our next question from Speed Night 204. Uh, just wondering what occurred to the what occurred on the Animation Army Wicked Cartoon Contest slash project. I was really looking forward to it. Well, we might re revisit it. It's just that when we started it, I was just, because I got questions on how, does car how do cartoons get made. And I just was like, you know what, let's just make one and we'll, we'll show you how it gets made. But then I started doing it. But then I started getting offers from other people within the industry who wanted to help out. And then I was like, oh, okay, well, that's a game changer. So I don't know what to do right now. So it just kind of the wheels fell off a little bit and we'll get it resurrected. But it's just that, like, listen, I never knew that my – my YouTube channel would become a thing, like that the, I would have any subscribers. I just did it to clear my name. So I try stuff or, you know, interact with fans, and, and, and 
it's just sort of blown up into things now. And, 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 you know, I'd have a good idea for something and then it wouldn't pan out or, you know, I'd have a, a dumb idea that would just blow up into like something huge. So we weren't quite prepared on this end for the, the reaction that we got and what was going to be inside it. Um, so now that, you know, a couple years later and, and because of my interaction with, uh, you know, at these conventions and things, I've got a better grasp on what the fan base is and how to do it. Because I was just going to do it myself, you know, and just sort of with the fans. But the thing is, we had really good animators that want to help out and can actually make this cartoon happen. So it got bigger when I wasn't prepared for it. But don't you worry. Come fall, we'll be up and running again, buddies. That's right, the Animation Army channel, uh, youtube.com forward slash the Christian Potenza. Make sure you subscribe there. And while you're there, why don't you go ahead and subscribe to the All Taste Explosion channel on YouTube at All Taste Explosion, where you can catch full-length episodes of the Dennis Daniels Show with some of our very other accomplished voice actors. And this will be up as soon as well. Our next question is from Joy Fangs to Christian. What happened to that inanimate insanity show that you did work for? Oh, that's with uh, Adam Katz. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, what happened was, uh, he's a great guy. Adam and I still talk. Uh, that guy's going to go far in, uh, in, in the cartoon world and animation. A real go-getter, uh, really smart. Um, and uh, what happened was, we started doing it, and I got really busy, and I just couldn't get the, you know, the lines out to him, um, and... Then there was some sort of uh, there was some sort of bickering with the you know uh, kids you know I mean like here I am working on mainstream cartoons you know that are on a major cartoon network you know and and the this sort of bickering and internet fighting and slamming each other uh, you know kids basically being kids I just had to disassociate myself with it but it, it got all smoothed over. Um, and it's uh, it's looking good, and I think him and I are going to be working on some other stuff later on. Awesome. Hey, I hate when YouTube turns into a, uh, a he-said-she-said battlefield. Some of our videos yeah. have actually had that uh, bickering between each other, and that's just yeah. that's not cool. Yeah, I've had to shut down certain videos because the network is like, you have to take that down. These kids are calling each other names, and it's not good for the show. You know, so, and that's what happens. And I'm like, I hate to do that. If a video had like 20,000 hits, but it's causing fights, I hate taking down that stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, but that's what happens. You ever thought of just disabling the comments? Yeah, but I just hope people just, you know, don't, don't air your dirty laundry. If you want to take it somewhere, go. Like, I usually get get on there. And the kids are pretty good. Like, the fans are pretty good about that stuff. This was earlier. Because I just had zero tolerance for that kind of thing. It's like, you know what, if you're going to be a bully, if you're going to start, you know, like swearing and using curse words and stuff to express yourself, I don't care what you do on your own channel. I don't care what you do on your own Facebook page, but do not, do not put it on mine. I mean, there's a guy right now on Facebook that is, he, he says he's Chris McLean, and he's swearing, and he's showing very rude pictures and stuff. And I've emailed, I, I've, I've messaged him myself, and I said, dude, listen, I don't care if you said, you know, you were using your own name or whatever, but when you represent a character that I voice on a show that I work on and a lot of other people work on and, and care a lot about, 
then I'd appreciate it if you don't do that, those sort of things. And don't pick on other kids and don't be mean and, you know, don't cyber bully other kids just because you think you're Chris McClain. And that kind of stuff bothers me. I mean, you go on YouTube, there's a lot of Chris McClain's. And they're all, you know, role-playing and thinking they're all that and a bag of chips. And it just really, really, I think sometimes it's flattering, but sometimes there's the odd person that just really ticks me off. Um, you know, and I just think it's not fair because, you know, they're swearing and cursing and then and, and having rude pictures up there. And then, you know, some seven-year-old kid who sees, oh, there's Chris McClain and there's, you know, a very, like an inappropriate picture or language for the seven-year-old kid to see, that kind of bothers me because, you know, it takes the innocence and, and, and the awesomeness that is total drama and uh, this, this person is using it for their own pleasure, you know, and I, I don't take to that, so... That's my opinion. Wow, wow, yeah, I still, yeah, I'm still mad about that. Chris McClain goes off the deep end and pulls on Mel Gibson. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Gosh, exactly. I gotta laugh because it's funny, and they post yeah. this garbage and crap on there. <laughs> Say that they're Chris McClain, I'm like, look, Chris McClain, you know, have a few, <laughs> and decide to just randomly post. <laughs> those kids are just, those kids are out, you know. Mickey Mouse, Looney Tooney. Um, from yeah. Helen Jane, have you ever had a role where a character had to sing? Have I ever had a role that a character had to sing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. On uh, Peep, on uh, Jimmy Two Shoes. You can check it out. It's called Everyone Can Whistle. And I was a little cockney guy, and I said, everyone can whistle, queen as a show. Uh, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, I had to sing that song. It was very Monty Python-esque. Um, let's see. I did do a little bit of singing. Uh, no, I think that was it. No. I think that was it. What? You're telling me you yeah. forgot all about the world tour? But that wasn't really singing because I wasn't allowed to sing in the other songs. You were in, in the uh, Chinese one, the Memenchi means bon appetit. No, there's that oh, one. That's, that's right. That's considered singing. You're right. It is, my friend. It is. Gosh. And and on that show, people were singing that, that shouldn't sing, but it was funny. Like um, near the end of episode one when uh, Duncan sings and he just goes, This song. That is so funny. I know. It's the best. I love that. Oh, I can't do it. I'll just I'll stick to my world tour. I, I, I love that. I just I, that, that opening is just so... I, I prefer that over just the total drama world tour. I, I just thought that was really cool. Oh, great. Now I'm getting all... Now I'm You're getting, getting all, all emotional. That's nice. No, I'm getting all scary now. <laughs> Gosh, man, crazy. Can we say crazy? Um, Golden Falcon 24. Um, I heard you were doing work with people like Zobi and Animation Epic for the Animation Army. How is the progress on that? Um, it's going really well. Um, we've had some setbacks just because of my busy schedule, but uh, Zobi and um, uh, um, Milky Noodles, uh, we're working on something that I'm very, I, I think, once we get all, like I said, in the fall, I think we're going to be able to come and, and, and explain everything and show everybody what we got 
but it's looking. Uh, I love working with Martin Ringer. He's like that kid is so talented, so so talented. And no, it is not Total Drama College. It's not TDC because I know what they're thinking of. It's going to be something completely different. But uh, I think you guys are going to really enjoy it. Really enjoy it. You know, I, I heard this rumor going around that there was a comic called Total yep. Drama College. And, and what is this? Is this the Total Drama guys after they go to college? No, no. This is actually, you know that guy Zobe that you just mentioned? Yeah. It's, it's that guy. He's from the U.K. His name is Martin Ringer. And... Um, Martoon Ringer. Anyways, he is an amazing, an amazing animator and concept uh, guy for some for cartoons. And so he, he's the guy I'm going to be working with. And he's the guy that created Total Drama College as a co- comic book strip. And I was suggesting doing it like an, a, like an animatic where I could voice it over. But then we changed it because we put in a, ca- a character. If you see on my YouTube channel, you'll see the standee of me with my wedge hat on. And it's a character called Captain. And that guy, well, I won't give away too much about Total Drama College, but Total Drama College will be coming out soon as well. I'll give some more. I can't, I'm not a license to say. Well, that's okay. Don't want to spoil the surprise. That's what it's all about, surprises. Yeah. Um, from Volcano Claw, what would, you be, what would your favorite job be in television or film besides voice acting? Um... Producer, I'd like to be a producer or director. Uh, it's a lot of pressure and and stuff, but I think I'm built for that kind of thing. So that's that's what I would be into. Is that I'd be a producer or a director. Yeah. Okay. Wouldn't well, be a writer. No writing. Yeah, I'm not much of a writer myself. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, before we go, we got two more questions. Up. The first one is. We're coming from the College Conservatory of Music here at the University of Cincinnati. We have a lot of theater, a lot of drama, a lot of vocal majors. Do you have any yep. advice for those who want to pursue a career in voice acting? Yeah. You know what? I would approach it like this. <clears throat> Don't look at it as a career. Look at it as a hobby. Start it off as a hobby. That way you're not going to be so hard on yourself to perfect it. Because one of the first things you got to learn in voice acting is your own voice. The reason I work so much is because, I, I mean, I auditioned for three, four years. I didn't get anything because I was going out for the wrong thing until I auditioned for Trevor, until I auditioned for Jude, or until I, 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 I did Chris because it's just my voice. Now, you can put accessories on those voices, but that'll come later because until then, you're just doing impressions. Just because you can do a voice doesn't mean you can voice act. So... It's about learning your voice. Uh, take some voice acting workshops. I mean, I'm going to be putting out in the fall, I'm going to be putting out a how to be a voice actor thing that you can subscribe to on YouTube um, using various people and students and stuff. So, I mean, it'll all be explained there. But I think the major thing is until you find your voice, don't go out promoting yourself as a voice actor. Because there's always something to learn. I mean, and, and most of the learning is done by listening. That's the key. But if you do want to pursue it, then these are, here's some, I'll give you some quick tips that you can do. You start reading to everybody. Start reading children's books. You start reading children's books to anyone that will listen. You know, volunteer at a library to read or go to the hospital and read to kids. And start 
by reading kids' books because they're basic. And there's always a narrator sometimes, or there's a little kid, or there is an adult and stuff. So you can do different voices, and you'll learn how to switch them over and be consistent. Also, read everything. There are clues and signs everywhere on this planet. You know, there's street signs. There's magazine articles. There's billboards. And they're all written with intense, you know, with, with intention and, 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 uh, and, and uh, tone and stuff. So if you can tap into these things and start seeing the signs of how to shape your voice according to the text, then do it. Like I say, every morning I'm having cereal. I'll read the ingredients in a voice, you know, while I'm eating. While I'm, eating. I, I, I'm in the shower. I do a warm-up. I read the back of the shampoo bottles. I read it out loud, and sometimes I'll, I'll use a different voice for it. So just keep reading and reading out loud. Reading is very, very, very important. And reading out loud and, and recording it and listening back to it. Because you'll notice things. I mean, because once you step in the booth and that voice director just starts giving you notes, you have to learn the language of how to be a voice actor. But you won't learn it until you get your own voice in check. And that is some very sound advice coming from a, a seasoned professional like yourself. Um, oh, are, too kind, too kind. No, 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 no. I know. I am bowing. I am bowing. Because nice. you've done such these great roles, and, and, and they're roles that we'll remember for a long time. I mean, I think I think with the, just a fan base for the Total Drama series, and all these people who are dedicated to the show, you, I, I don't know if you've uh, seen, there are actually some people in, around the world who are actually doing cosplays of some of the characters. Yet, I, I, I've, seen, yeah. I've seen a Gwen, I've seen a Heather, I've seen a Lashana and a Duncan. I have yet to see an Owen, which might be up my alley. Woohoo! <laughs> and, but I have yet to see a Chris McLean. Uh huh. Uh huh. Because no one dares touch the McLean. Don't even bother. But anyway, our final question is Do you have anything you'd like to say to your fans out there? First of all, I'd like to say to the fans thank you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart because without you guys, I'm just a guy in a booth making making voices but because of you guys because of the way we've reached out to each other and found each other uh and and met in the middle and i hear you and and i'm I'm, I'm so glad for your support you guys have made me made me realize that i have the best friggin job in the whole world and it's all thanks to you guys and so because you guys are awesome i'm coming up with more ideas and more stunts that we can do together and 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 it feeds itself and that's why my gratitude is without end for you guys so to my fans and all fans of cartoons i thank you so remember get tuned be tuned and stay tuned <laughs> awesome oh i love that i love that so much well, guys, check out Total Drama, Revenge of the Island, Tuesday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Cartoon Network, and catch this crazy SOB as the narcissistic Chris McLean. <laughs> <laughs> check out his YouTube channel, The Christian Potenza. We're going to subscribe to it and have a link to it on the All Taste Explosion website. Follow him on Twitter at C underscore Potenza, and hopefully he'll follow us at AT Explosion, V Dennis Daniel, and John PKMN. And of course, while you're at the YouTube channel, subscribe not only to him, but to us at All Taste Explosion. 
Christian, thank you so much for being on my show, and hopefully in the next month or so we can have another follow-up interview so you can tell us about everything that's going on in the Animation Nation Army. Absolutely, my friend. Like, you know what, dude? Uh, Why don't we check in once a month because there's always stuff going on, and this is great. I love making friends. It's all about, you know, hitching your wagon to cool people. And, dude, you're awesome, and I I totally appreciate you reaching out like this. Uh, So let's just – I'll check in with you guys in a month, man. Maybe maybe you can call me when I'm on set at – for – when when I'm doing a recording, we we can do an interview. While I'm on, while I'm recording Total Drama, you never know, buddy. You never know. And uh, speaking of Total Drama, I want to take the show out now in a uh, traditional Chris McLean style. Well, folks, unfortunately, the show has come to an end, which means Chris McLean's payroll. <laughs> Who will we pick up next on the road to Otakon 2012? Who will we see, and who will get the million bucks? Wait, 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 wait! Million bucks? Find out next time on the Dennis Daniel Show. Awesome. Man, I, did, I, I thought it was. I thought that was pretty good. I. That was uh, great. That was great. Well, anyway, Christian, thank you so much for being on the show, and we'll see thank you, brother. And we'll see you guys down the road. Until next time, this is the Dennis Daniel Show saying, "Rock on, campers." <laughs> nice one, buddy. <laughs>